0: This is Sportsnet today with Logan Gordon on Sportsnet
1: 960 The Fan. We played some really good teams, and you know we came out with a lot of points on that road trip. Obviously, you know Rangers was, was a tough one for us, but you know I think it was at the end of it the road trip, and uh, now we're coming back home, a lot of you know, home game. I think we can be better at home, so that's the kind of stretch that we need to to get a lot of points and you know get into the playoffs
2: but that is Flames forward Jonathan Huberto his team back on the practice ice at the Scotiabank Saddle Dome on Wednesday and as you heard from him focused now on picking up points at home as they're set to begin a four-game homestand Thursday night against the San Jose Sharks. Welcome into Sportsnet today. Another Wednesday edition coming your way live from the Doug Lacey's Basement Systems downtown studios for Doug Lacey's Basement Systems. Crack Foundation, Boeing Foundation walls. They have a simple permanent solution to stabilize your foundation. Contact Basement Systems. They're all things basement, even dlbasementsystems.com. alongside my... Outstanding producers, Shan and Cam, on this Valentine's edition of Sportsnet 960. Hello, my fellow single producers.
3: Hello, Logan. Love you. Hello. That's, uh, Love you, Logan.
2: Yes, I know. That's,
4: say it back. That's at least say it back. one Valentine back. I'll
2: get on this, uh, say back. I'm sorry. on this Wednesday. No, I'm not going to say something I don't mean. Don't want to do that. do will get us in trouble. Uh, we'll hear more from my producers coming up later this hour uh, as we have a special edition of Wildcard Wednesday coming your way. Wednesdays, of course, also mean a chat with our pal Ailish Forfar from Sportsnet's uh, fan pregame show. We'll get you the latest on the Calgary Flames and dive more into what we heard Tuesday on Flames Talk from NHL insider Frank Saravalli around the future of Jacob Markstrom. Fan feedback line open to you on the program at 960-960. would love to hear from you on this Wednesday we got a busy show and we're kicking things off with the latest on the Calgary Flames. Can tell you some roster news on this Wednesday. Cole Schwint back up with the big club after one game with the Calgary Wranglers on Tuesday. He was sent down now back up with the club. Was skating on a fourth line with Kevin Rooney and Walker Dewar. Jacob Pelche was not at practice on Wednesday. But the good news, the team releasing an update on Jacob this Wednesday day to day with an upper body injury. So probably the best news possible after Jacob left Monday's game against the New York Rangers following that hit from uh, Jacob Trube on that surgically repaired shoulder. He didn't return, would only log 54 seconds of ice time, and many were worried Uh, This could be another long-term issue for Jacob. Sure seems like it's going to be on the shorter end of that. Don't know what uh, we're talking about status for Thursday, but day-to-day, probably the best news possible. So it means we saw a little bit of a different shakeup for the fourth line. Schwint taking Pelche's place with Rooney and Dewar. Everything else the same for Ryan Husker's group back on the ice, getting ready for this four-game homestand. Manjapani with Backlund and Coleman, Zeri with Kadri and Pospisil. Huberto, Sharon Govich, Kuzmenko, and as I mentioned, Schwint with Rooney and Dewar, your D-pairing, still the same. Wiger Anderson, Hannafin Tanev, Shillington, Pahal, Gilbert, and Osterly working as the extra D-pairing. Markstrom and Wolf your two goaltenders. You still know Dan Vladar out on the ice. He has been out for the last couple of days with a lower body injury. We'll hear from Jonathan Huberto and Andre Kuzmenko, as well as head coach Ryan Huska. Following practice at the dome on Wednesday, but uh, the focus for this Flames team quickly shifting to picking up points at home. We know that the message in that locker room, despite how we might feel on the outside, is to pick up wins and to remain in this wild card race in the Western Conference. So let's look at things on this Wednesday, the 14th. Calgary Flames idle tonight. They'll uh, sit three points behind the St. Louis Blues right now. St. Louis with a game in hand. Predators one spot and one point ahead of the Flames with 56 points. Still lurking around the Flames. The Seattle Kraken one point behind. Minnesota two points behind. And the Arizona Coyotes five points back in the Western Conference. The wild card spots occupied by the Kings and the Blues, both of them with 58 points, but the Kings getting the top spot because they have fewer games played than almost everybody in the West. They're at just 50 games played. So the Flames, three points out, heading into action on this uh, Wednesday where we'll be watching the out-of-town scoreboard for a couple of teams, I guess. You've got the Panthers and the Penguins at 530, Sharks and Jets as well on the Sportsnet uh, television side of things. Really, Minnesota, Arizona, the only game of, Real consequence for the Calgary Flames as far as teams around them in the standings uh, as Minnesota could make a leap up to that same 55-point mark as the Calgary Flames. That uh, one set for a puck drop at 7.30 for Mullet Arena in AZ. But yes, uh, it's for Calgary Flames team, 3-1 road trip, lots of noise still around this team. Uh, you heard it yesterday, and we'll talk more about it coming up later. NHL insider Frank Cervalli with Pat Steinberg on Flames Talk Uh, talking about that New Jersey Flames deal that uh, apparently died at the last moment between the two sides. It's got everyone talking. But again, the players on that roster, as hard as it might be, with Hannafin, Tanev, and now Markstrom right in the thick of all these rumors, have to continue to play like they have all year. And that's sort of doing your best to block out any of that noise and focus in on the coming opponent, that's the San Jose Sharks. Everyone will turn the narrative on this group if what happened in January happens again to begin the month of February. And that is, of course, remember, a four-game win streak in January that had everyone feeling good about this team, wins against Ottawa, Arizona, Vegas, uh, another one back at home against the Coyotes, and then followed it up, with four straight losses before picking up a win against the Chicago Blackhawks before the All-Star break. It's a big opportunity. San Jose's coming into town there. One of the worst teams in the NHL this year. If you're the Calgary Flames and you're in that locker room and you want to stifle any talk about uh, you know, falling down in the standings, you want to believe that your playoff team, a two-game losing streak after a four-game losing streak in one of those losses, Coming against San Jose would certainly not be a great look. We'll have to uh, get you set. We'll get set for tomorrow's game on a game day with uh, more details on San Jose. But, you know, this is a, a tough homestand for the Calgary Flames, though. Welcome to the Detroit Red Wings for an afternoon game Saturday. Family day game, afternoon game again. Winnipeg Jets coming in next Monday, one of the best teams in the NHL. And you have a rematch with the Boston Bruins coming up next Thursday. And you can imagine those Boston Bruins going to want to put up a better effort than they did back on February 6th when the Flames kicked off that road trip with a 4-1 win against the Bruins. Let's hear from head coach Ryan Huska. His team back on the ice on Wednesday. Lots to get to with the head coach. Some new chemistry from his group. Uh, the latest on Jacob Belche and more as we check in uh, following practice at the Scotiabank Saddledome with head coach Ryan Huska.
3: Just, just because we just finished talking to him, but maybe what what have you seen? What of energy has Andre Kuzmenko brought into
4: uh, into your room?
0: Um, a lot. I mean, you guys would have just questioned him for a while. I mean, he's he's a bubbly personality where you know he's always got a smile on his face. You don't always know what he's saying, but um, <laughs> I think that's what makes him a, a pretty good person for our room. Guys enjoy having him around so far, and and I think he's he's fit into our group really well so far
3: and are you seeing are you seeing some signs that that that's been a nice fit that trio i mean i know it's been only four games and 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 it's still pretty fresh but are you seeing good signs there
0: yeah we are the last game in um um, msg there wasn't a great game for the line but the other ones were on the road trip so I, i thought they had some chemistry uh they made some plays in the offensive zone and that's the key thing for that line is they have to play with pace they have to find that pace to allow them to play in the offensive zone. Because once they're in there, they can make plays. And um, we've seen over those games that they have the ability, all three of them can can get some things done.
4: Have you found his play away from the puck? It looked like he has been making some good defensive plays.
0: Yeah. Um, like I said, the three prior games, there really hasn't been a, a lot of time spent by that line in the, in the defensive zone. They've been in the offensive zone more often than not. This last game against the Rangers, I, I thought they were underwater a little bit and they spent too much time in that zone. Um, so you can see some areas where we're going to have to work on all three of them for that matter, but really trying to reinforce the strength of that line will be. So it's finding the pace um, that they have to play with to allow them to play more in the offensive zone where they can be really dangerous for us.
1: Talked about this a little bit on the road, so I apologize for, okay. for repeating the question. But it would have been so easy for this group, with Elias being traded, there are trade rumors circulating, yeah. for this group to sort of get deflated. And instead, it almost looked like they came together and looked better than before. I mean, what, you must be very proud of that, I guess.
0: Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's something we've dealt with all year long. There's been noise from the beginning of the year around us. And I think um, our our leadership group, led by Michael, has been fantastic at making sure that, hey, we have a job to do when we're at the rink and this is the time when we can focus on just playing the game and all the other stuff stays outside so for them I think that's our leadership groups done a really good job but the second thing with that when you bring in new people into your lineup there's new energy that comes along with them um, and the people that we've brought back uh, we all know Jacob Pelche. Um, he's a little bit like koozie but French um, so he's got a bubbly personality about him. Um, Rooney coming back bringing new energy because he wants to prove that he's an NHL player. Um, Pahal coming over, uh, picked up on waivers. They're all people that want to have an impact on our lineup, and they're bringing some good energy because of that.
1: Speaking of Pelletier, uh, obviously it's a relief. Whatever any player isn't isn't too serious with an injury, but we saw that he's day to day. Given the work that he's put in, it just must be a relief that he's yeah. you know not have to go through it again. I mean, it
0: happens. It's that's part of the game. You know, unfortunately, you want everybody to be able to skate through 82 games and and not have a bump or a bruise, but they're going to have them. And um, for him, it is a day to day thing, and and we're anticipating we'll see him back sooner than later, which is which is really good. I know you lost the last game of the trip, but yeah. it looked like you kind of got goalied in the second and third periods as well against the Rangers. But that four-game stretch, is, is that right near the top as far as you're concerned this season? Um, we've had some good stretches um, beside that as well. I mean, we got goalied, but we goalied them in the first period too is the other way you can look at it. That game could have been 4 nothing after one period. Um, but... The game in Boston, I would say, was our most complete game, and I thought we had stretches in both New Jersey and um, on Long Island where our game was pretty complete with how we played. So, the team game part of it, Willsey I would probably say, yeah, that's the, maybe the best we've looked, and the enthusiasm that's come along with it was was nice to see as well. How big has it been to be able to roll four lines and three pairings for the most part? I think that's one of the biggest changes um, in our team. So when you have you know, everybody feeling like they're they're of value or they can contribute to the team. Um, they feel better about themselves. And on the flip side of things, it's taking away some of the heavier minutes from, let's call it our top four or some of our, our top forward lines. Um, because when you get tired, that fatigue doesn't really hit the body because they're well-conditioned athletes, but it hits the mind. And that's where you see some of the mistakes coming with the puck. Um, and when you're able to reduce some of those minutes from those key players if you want to call them that for us i i think it goes a long way in making us a better team
4: Ryan, when you when you make a significant move like that as an organization training your number one center like do you, do you talk to the team as a whole like do you address the,
0: the group we didn't address it at all yeah what does
4: that say? Like, like like it's just you kind of feel like the players go about their business
0: they- they totally do, and that's the one thing we're proud of them for um, and will continue to be that way. It's not going to change them. They know they have a job to do. They have to come to the rink every day and play their best. And um, if you're worried about who's in our lineup or who's out of the lineup, then you're looking for excuses, and that's not what this is all about.
2: Brian, right, it seemed like uh, on, the, on the trip there was even maybe a little bit more and some responsibility on that backland line. Do
0: you even hesitate when you just know that when you – throw them out they're probably going to win their shift like, I'm just curious what that does as a coach knowing that you've got a line that so often goes out and that's what it yeah do. well it's it's a nice thing to have when you have complete trust in a line they'll get the job done right like the game in New York Since they've been together, the three of them was probably an off game for them. You could say our last one. And when you look back at the rest of their games, you don't really see that. They control a lot of the play with how they play the game. Because of that, um, you trust them in every situation, whether you're starting them on a defensive zone face-off or... Uh, if you flip it around and you have them take an offensive zone face-off, they're going to get the job done. And I think all three guys feed off of each other. And for a coach, as you mentioned, um, it's nice to know that when things get a little bit hairy at times because they always they will throughout a 60-minute game, you have a line that you, you know that you can put them on the ice and they're going to settle things down if need be, or they're going to pick the energy up for your team. So they've done an excellent job with that.
5: Just to circle back on, on Pelche, if it's just a day-to-day thing, as, as you said, and the team has announced, like, is there a significance for him uh, of taking a hit with a surgically repaired shoulder and, and it all being
0: okay? Sure, absolutely. Um, you know, I think that goes for anybody when they're coming back from injury, for one. That's why they go through all the steps. Um, in practice, you're not going to have a teammate run you like you'd see in a game, for sure. But that's still a part of the steps where they're in contact and they realize, yeah, okay. And and a, a lot of times that, sh- if in his case, his, his repaired shoulder is stronger than his other one. Like, And then it's just a matter of, like you said, getting over the hump where they recognize and realize that I'm 100, probably 5%, if you want to call it that. They're good to go. And then once they 100% trust that, um, then they don't become an issue anymore. And I think this will help them for sure.
4: Has Dan Vladar been able to skate at all? Yeah, he was on the
0: ice today like he's pretty close to being able to in the group. Yeah, he's he's uh in our minds, he's a day-to-day type thing as well, very similar to what we did with Jacob um, a couple of weeks back. It's it's very similar with Dan. So, um, he's on the ice today and will be moving forward as well
4: start to have more success at home I think you really mentioned that
0: it's important for us like we've we've done a good job on the road we're above 500 on the road which is a a good thing for our team and it's put us in a position where with in striking distance of a wild card spot if we want to get that spot, then this becomes priority for us. So we have to take advantage of the extra games we have here. We have a, a great building to play in. Um, there's got to be a lot of extra juice from our part so we can get the extra juice from our great fans, uh, and then we can just build on that and keep momentum going.
1: Can you talk about that extra juice? I mean, do you get the sense maybe that Kuzmenko's kind of showmanship and just all the buzz about him joining this team, maybe converting that out of the fans tomorrow night
0: before? Yeah, I, I mean, I think... Yeah, I, I do believe he's going to be a fan favorite. Just when people see the um, the energy that he, he brings to the table, like always smiling, and people like that. It's infectious. So um, he's got a skill set about him too that I think will endear him to some people around here. When the puck's on his stick, he wants to score, and he knows he can score, and that's a good thing for an offensive player to have, and he gives us another threat that we didn't really have before, especially on our power play.
2: That is head coach Ryan Huska checking in with the media Wednesday following practice. At the Scotiabank Sound Dome, lots there with the Flames head coach. uh, Peltier, important homestand, some new weapons, some new faces. I haven't had a chance to talk with the head coach in Calgary uh, since the All-Star break. So lots there with Ryan Huska and, of course, talking about Andre Kuzmenko and what he's brought to the team ever since that trade with the Vancouver Canucks. Um, No points against the New York Rangers, but as you heard from the head coach, giving them a different element on that power play, some early chemistry with Jonathan Huberto and Yegor Sharongovich, and just a fun personality to be around. Flames fans instantly gravitating towards Andre Kuzmenko, who likes to have fun and has brought uh, some excitement to that Flames locker room. You'll hear some of that in his first chance to meet the Calgary media in town after practice on Wednesday. Oh,
4: well, welcome to
6: Calgary. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thanks, yes. It's very interesting. I'm excited. It's home games. It's very interesting. And uh, first uh, four games, for me, it's done good. Play it's done good. But I hope it's better. I hope it's everyday work. Because uh, my form is a little, it's not good. But it's everyday work. Because uh, I understand uh, what I can show on ice. It's not my maximum, Is uh, I won't help this team.
4: It's got to feel good, though, to score right away, and the fans are off you now a little yes, bit. Yes, I
6: won't, I won't score. I won't help this team. <laughs> I won't show.
1: Did you come to Calgary before the road trip?
6: Yes, uh, I think one more time, yes. On the two, I, I don't remember. I don't walk in, I stay in the hotel. But now I see, as I like it, it's uh, everyday sun. It's a very important moment. (laughs) <laughs> but minus.
4: <laughs> 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 yes,
6: yes. It's for me. It's uh, don't worry. It's okay because it's a uh, uh, where where I born. It's my city. is Yakutsk. Usually it's minus sixty, minus fifty. his record. is minus seventy five. As I remember, is walking five minutes in outside. As I say, mom, mom, can you please walk? Okay. It's a lot of snow, and they take it, the snow. <laughs> I five minutes, stay, us <laughs> <His> go back. <laughs> because for me it's okay, it's minus 30, 40, 50, it's okay, it's usually, I remember what is it. And uh, doesn't matter, it's a good city and a good uh, team is a good guy, very good guy. I like it, this team is support to me is every time. And uh, it's done, it's good. So yeah.
1: you'd rather have it be cold and sunny than warmer but rainy? <laughs> <laughs>
6: Here's this question? Eh? <laughs>
1: you
2: don't have to answer it.
6: Sorry, I don't understand. <laughs> 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 how have you, uh, uh, how have you like playing with Jonathan? Hi? Jonathan? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I forgot the last question. Uh, <laughs> Jonathan, always oh, uh, so great, great accue, great players. He's a very good guy, he's a very happy guy, he's a big support for me. I say sorry like, I have a mistake, it's okay, it's okay, push, let's go, let's go, yeah. don't worry. And a very good guy, and uh, Shangoich and uh, a good guy too, and uh, very good players but uh, I need a more pace, I need a more good place because uh, mm, very important relationship in this locker room because I, I won't show is, uh, who I, what I can on ice. I won't show with my maximum. I wait this moment when I can show.
4: <laughs> Andre, have you always been this guy that's been this upbeat, positive kind of life of the party? Like, like, have you always been this, this type of character? or?
6: Uh-huh. Uh you know, the guy is for me positive. I'm positive to two more, three more. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's a very important moment for me. how it's uh, big relationship in the locker room is mm-hmm. this team. Yes, and this guy is happy to me. I won't uh, give three more, two more, four more energy mm-hmm. for going nice. It's a very important moment for me and uh, all guys.
2: It's okay. okay. It's good. Andre Kuzmenko quickly becoming a fan favorite in Calgary. How can you not love the guy?
3: It's just, it's just. However long that that clip was, that's just pure positivity the whole time. I mean, he's he, he's making everything fun, and we've already got the Valentine's Day spirit mixing. He has a man crush on Koozie. I. Uh, it's
2: hard not to. Yeah, I don't blame him. Nice it's hair too. Not. Yeah, he's got a great. He's got great flow going. Yeah. He's got great hockey flow, and uh, bringing that energy. Love it. Absolutely. He's hilarious. He kind of knows his English isn't the best, and he kind of plays off it a bit. I think he's been uh, a fun ad and clearly brought some energy to the Calgary Flames. We'll see what's up next for them. Get a good start uh, on the ice as well. With that line with Sharon Goich and Hubert On their next opportunity out Thursday when the Calgary Flames welcome in the San Jose Sharks. We're going to take a break, come back on the other side. What a Valentine's Day edition of Wild Card Wednesday. We'll do that next with my producers, Cam and Shan. It's Sportsnet Today here on Sportsnet 960, The Fan. Hour one rolling on on a Wednesday. Logan Gordon along with you. Shan and Cam, my producers this hour. for NHL games, including one on the Sportsnet Television Network. It's the Sharks and the Jets. So if you want to see the Flames' next opponent, San Jose is going to be coming in on some travel and take on one of the best teams in the league tonight for a 5.30 puck drop. You'll got the Panthers and the Penguins, Wild and Coyotes on a three-game Wednesday NHL schedule. Later on in the show, we'll chat with Eilish Forfar, pal from Sportsnet, and host of the fan pregame show, uh, as we always do on a Wednesday. So looking forward to that. But right now, it's time for our other Wednesday tradition. And uh, why not make it a little Valentine's Day edition? Uh, It's time for some Wild Card Wednesday.
0: Get ready to know your afternoon show. It's time for Wild Card Wednesday.
2: All right. Time for another edition of everyone's favorite afternoon show. Game, I guess. Logan, Cam, Shan along with you. We each spin the wheel. Seven categories Flames, sports, music, wild card, personal life, movies, and food. Ask the group a question. We have to answer it honestly. Would love for the text line to join in at 960 960. And gentlemen, it is Valentine's Day. So why not make it a special Valentine's edition of Wild Card Wednesday? The questions have to be. Valentine's romance lovey kind of related okay okay Okay. you've all been warned it's gonna get weirder than it usually does knowing the lack of yeah happiest day of the year woohoo
3: love Valentine's Day (laughs) Gee, woke up with a smile on my face today. Shan's really (laughs)
2: excited for this one. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing Shan loves more than love. Yay. Uh, We're going to make Shan go last. Uh, Cam, (laughs) that means you get the first spin of the wheel on Wild Card Wednesday today. All right, let's do it. Wild Card. All right. Everyone's favorite. This can go any way, shape, or form that Cam wants it to. So... For the people,
5: Shan included, yeah, who are single today, and you know maybe don't have a Valentine. What one piece of advice would you give them for today? And I'll start it off. So wait, so you're asking? I'm asking what one piece of advice you would give to someone who's single today, and either it either needs something to do or uh, you know needs a an extra reason to just feel
2: extra love today
5: anything like that
2: so, so you're asking if you're for the listeners if you've got someone on Valentine's Day and you have to give a piece of advice to the singles like me and Shan what would it be is that that's where we're going with yeah, this exactly alright Cam I'm curious to hear what your piece of advice for Shan would be for sure <laughs> I, I thought
5: about ragging on him honestly I'm not going to do that today I think he, he's had it hard enough today <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Like, just, just do something for yourself today. Go take yourself out to a movie. Go take yourself out for dinner. I know it's maybe not in, like, the super romantic, like, public areas. Like, don't take yourself to I don't know, like, Joey's or, or
2: Earl's or something I go to like a that. movie, I see thousands of couples <laughs> watching. Yeah, that's like, what seriously? I want to do That's the last thing I want to do. That's saying, Everyone's like, out for dinner tonight. I probably couldn't get a reservation st- anyway. stay in. Yeah, gonna go, I'm going to go to a movie.
3: I'm going to go well, to the keg by myself and see a bunch of couples eating a steak <laughs> having a steak and wine dinner are you kidding me I'm going home I'm doing whatever I want then order something in just take care of yourself treat
5: yourself put on a face mask if that's your vibe draw a bath
2: Yeah, with the absolute worst piece of advice Jeez, I've ever heard dude, no,
5: one's, no one's here to say I'm a, I'm a certified <laughs> advice giver okay
3: just take care of yourself if you're feeling alone on Valentine's Day Go to a place where you're gonna see a bunch of couples looking super happy yeah, together. Yeah. You know, what? just go sit outside like the, the diamonds There's store. couples outside. <laughs> I see couples walking by the window everywhere, holding hands. God, maybe maybe
5: work on your Tinder game. I don't know.
3: <laughs> it might. Yeah, it's pretty. you
2: remind yourself of how lonely you are. <laughs>
5: I, I, my, I might
2: as well have said that. that I wake up, I go on Instagram. I can see how that happens. All
3: these couples like, "Love you, babe." This is like, "Geez, I forgot about this day." God,
2: it never, it never goes away. It's on Instagram and Facebook no. and. <laughs> see, uh, me right. and Cam, I'm like, rattled. This, the best part is, is me and Shan can't even answer this. Yeah. What do,
5: what do, so what are you guys doing today to to make yourself feel? Well, loved? I'm working, yeah. so. Yeah. Yeah,
2: that's gonna distract me anyway. But I'm sure at the Wranglers game they'll be. Oh I yeah, know, there's gonna be a few reminders and couples going to the hockey game, having a great Wednesday night out together. Yep. So <laughs> I don't know. For I, uh, if I, I had can... a piece of advice for the other singles out there like myself. I don't give up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I
3: don't know. Close your eyes and don't open them until tomorrow.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I, I can sit confirm a, there will sit, be a kiss cam. Put your phone on airplane mode and <laughs> yeah. wait. It's not like you're this. getting notifications anyways. <laughs> 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 like, yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm not, I tried to not be like so nice I, with this. It's not this. like I have anybody worrying about my Valentine's Day plans other than
5: me. So I tried to be nice about this. Like, treat yourself and you guys are just taking this and dunking
3: it home. I like this text. Uh, my advice for you single guys, Logo and Shen, which is not my name, it's fine. Nice yeah. to be yourselves unless that is the reason you are single. Yeah,
2: that's the problem.
3: Yeah. I That's, that's, that's the, the problem.
2: Issue. The The biggest issue is me. Yeah. And everything about me, so. Thanks for the advice. I appreciate it, though. Um... <laughs>
3: I don't even think I've answered the question. I don't know what my...
2: I, oh, I couldn't. We can't. I don't think yeah. it's fair for us to... You guys need the advice. ...to answer that when we need the advice okay. from the text line.
3: I've got my advice. Do what I do. Uh, no.
2: Cry. Oops. Cry. Just cry. <laughs> Just cry. Just cry. Uh, Mike D says, uh piece of advice for those who are single? Tinder. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Fair. That's not working for me.
2: <laughs> yeah, I was going to say.
3: Bumble. Hinge. Yep. None of those working either. Uh, farmersonly.com. That one I've had some traction on, actually. <laughs> some track. There's a tractor pond.
5: I've I had some tractor there. on. Dude. Yeah. yeah,
3: yeah. Ah. Oh,
2: man, <laughs> we, we got to go home. Uh...
3: <laughs> what? What's this? Go to places where children go to have fun? No.
5: No? I don't Shane's think. not
2: allowed around those places. Yeah. He's not allowed around Yeah, no. around those ones. Yeah, maybe don't
5: go by yourself to where a
2: bunch of kids hang out. I don't know. Yeah. Was... Uh, advice for those single on Valentine's Day? <laughs>
3: Alcohol? Well, Oof. I wasn't going to say
2: it. <laughs> yeah. All this, right.
3: this is going well.
5: I'm so
2: yeah. sorry, camp's Just <laughs> nice
3: job, Cam. Yeah, thanks, yeah, Cam. Yeah,
5: yeah. Didn't feel lonely. I had to today. get my weakest category. Yeah. I had all my questions drawn up, and they're like, Wildcard, wow, What in the world am I going to ask for this? Of course, that's the the one I draw.
2: That's all right. Um, I, I don't know that I'll do any better, but I'll take the next spin at the wheel here.
0: Calgary Flames.
2: Okay, uh, this one I actually have a, a decent valentines one that I think works for this one. All right. Uh, who's the one that got away?
5: Ooh. When you think of the
2: Calgary Flames. Ooh. Wow, that is a that's a really good one. Right? Who's that ex <laughs> that got away from the Calgary Flames that you still think about today and you're like, "Baby, I want you back." Are we getting rid of the obvious? No. Okay. The, the obvious can be there. I don't know that everyone's going to go that direction, okay. but I know what you're talking about. I'm just saying. I think there are other options, but if you want to go that way, you can.
5: I mean, I'll, t- I'll take the gimme. I mean, Adam Fox.
2: Oh, God.
5: As, as much as it pains me to say it and mention that name on these airwaves, I can hear the booing.
2: Yeah, but Adam, did Adam Fox ever Saturn. love us, though? Oh, I doubt it. I doubt it. Adam Fox was just using us to get where he <laughs> wanted to go. Yeah, man. We were the we were the girlfriend before the wedding. You know we, were, we were in love with him.
5: And he just did yeah, not Yeah, we care.
2: loved him, and he didn't care for us at all.
5: We were the guy who breaks through the doors of the chapel, stands at the foot of the altar, and says, Baby, I want you. You don't <laughs> deserve this guy. We were the the, r- the, the Rangers. The
2: chance on him. Yeah.
5: He's like, I'm sorry.
2: And he didn't want anything to do with us. Yeesh. It's a good one, though. That is a good one. I'm going to... Do you have one? <laughs>
3: I mean, this was... Okay, this wasn't around my time. Like, I was... I was a wee lad at this time. Martin St. Louis stands out to me. That's just... He just... He didn't fit the... The Calgary Flames system where everyone's like 6-3 and everyone's got 215 penalty minutes. Like, it's just... He just didn't... He just didn't fit that system. And we saw what Martin St. Louis turned out to be. And... um. You know what happened in 04, and I, I just I just think that would have been such a cool thing to have to have a Martin Saint Louis on, on this team and then for that to transition into a Johnny Goudreau where you've got one of your top superstars is is this tiny dude that's just better than everyone.
2: I don't mind that one. Mine is a little bit more recent. It's not that one. I don't know that I'm ready to bring that one I'm back not. into my life. No. It has been mentioned on the text line, though. Sam Bennett. Yeah. (sighs) Sam Bennett's the one that I still think about as I just, if we had done things differently, if we had maybe been more open with each other about what we wanted out of the relationship, I think it could have worked. I think there was something there. I remember him coming in off of his last season in junior and jumping into the playoffs with the 63 on his Jersey and bouncing around. And I still see him doing it in Florida. He loves to get into things. He's physical. I think he's a great middle six kind of player that everybody would want on their team. He's the highest draft pick in flames history. That to me, I still look back at I go, man, I just feel like that could have worked out for both sides, and it's still one of the ones that got away. I, I
3: I still can't believe that it didn't end up working out at the end. I mean, he was up and down the lineup; like he played all four lines and with no consistency whatsoever. And you watch him in Florida, and even with with who I thought Huberto played his best hockey with Sam Bennett and Anthony Duclair. They they're just such a fast. It's it's such a fast brand of hockey and it's it's fun to watch. And I yeah, he's I mean he fits really well on that Florida team and I, I wasn't even that didn't come to my my mind at all, but that's a really good one because there were there were so many there there was so much promise with Sam Bennett.
2: Yeah, and it's just I want you know if he, if he had gone back to junior, if he hadn't been brought right into the fire, or spent some time in the American. He didn't spend a single game in the American Hockey League in Calgary. So he did all of his developing at the NHL level and the expectations were so high and he was supposed to join this young group of players with the Monahan's mm-hmm. and the Goudreaux, and it's so hard to learn. He's just he's still just 27. Right? Like he's been in the league forever. He's just 27 and I can't help but look back and feel like man, Sam Bennett's one that got away from the Calgary Flames, and I wonder if it couldn't have worked out here in Calgary.
3: And he had such a sick mustache. The best mustache. It was unreal.
2: That's a sad one. Now, see, I'm somehow even sadder than I was before. <laughs> uh, what does the text line say Chan? What other ones have we? Are the oh. ones that got away from the Calgary Flames?
3: The, the main one I'm seeing here, Brett Hall.
2: Yeah, the Brett Hall one's going to sting forever. That's yeah. that's for sure. I mean, you did go on to win a Stanley Cup, but, I mean, Brett Hall is, an, is a legend.
3: Yeah, he's one of those players that just... I mean, his, his goal-scoring ability is almost unparalleled.
2: So, I mean, some will argue you don't win the Stanley Cup if you don't make that trade if yeah. you're the Calgary Flames, but, yeah, I mean, to go on and have... What seven hundred and forty goals, thirteen hundred NHL points. That's uh that's a tough one to to swallow.
3: Seeing a lot of Mark Savard. We have him. He came back. It's the divorce and then the, the like the 20 years after that, but it's okay, he's back.
2: Yeah, we've Mark's back and we're we're happy to have him. It's you know, we're both in different we're getting different things out of the relationship. Yeah. Right?
3: It's true. We we matured.
2: Yeah. What else?
3: Uh, can you tell me who Ruslan Zainal Zainalin is? Zainalin?
2: Uh, Zanulin. Zanulin. I, I, I think that's uh, that is a uh, deep a jokingly one.
3: Okay. <laughs> that's. I've
2: never seen that name in my life. I don't know if Mike Camilleri really counts. Didn't it, yeah, you Yeah. We we went back and forth with Mike. Yeah. It's Ryan? like it's like one of those it's like
3: one of those like middle school slash early high school relationships. Where you guys like have breakups and then they come back
2: after like a month. Yeah, we and had gone. We had two good stints with Mike, I think. Yeah. I think we had some good moments. Uh Jerome's the one that got away, should have retired a flame for life.
3: He had to have his chance to win the cup. It it just had to happen.
2: Yeah, that's a tough one. There's been a couple of Jerome's on this one for sure. Yeah. And I can understand that. It's hard to look at Jerome in even the Colorado jersey. Yeah. And you go through it now, and there were so many, actually. There was Pittsburgh, Boston, The Boston Colorado, one L. A. L. A. I L.A. L.A. Yeah. I think he fought Derek England when he was with L.A. He, didn't he fight Giordano? No, they tried to. Ah, yes. They did not. No. J.S. Chiguer is a good one, similar to St. Louis. Right? He was in the organization at the time, yeah. uh, at point in time, too.
3: Seeing seeing a Brent Cron on here. Mm. <laughs> That's...
2: Brett never really leaves you. No, it's true. He's
3: just always As a matter of fact, he's here every second day. Yeah.
2: He's here a lot. <laughs> uh, Shan, uh, you're the most uh, depressed of the three of us on yeah. Valentine's <laughs> Day, so... Great day. Uh, we'll uh, we'll uh, let you finish off this Valentine's edition of Wild Card Wednesday.
3: I'm going to spin the wheel. <laughs> food! I, I, I like this one. First all right. of all, my food question... For non Valentine's days, it's, it's something I'm very passionate about. I'm going to save it. Okay, Hopefully, I get okay. food in, uh, down the line. This is just like what What is the worst meal you can eat on a first date? Like what What's that? That one meal that just it, it's it'll it'll one hundred percent set the other person off of just no no chance after this.
2: Oh, oh boy! I think you got to be careful with the first like the first date. This is classic overthinker. Yeah. But you gotta like you gotta stay away from anything like too adventurous. I think mm. maybe you don't. Know, I don't know if you want to be diving in anything too adventurous. Messy is the biggest thing. Yeah, the one right? that like immediately comes the, to mind is ribs. Yeah, like that's. There's, you're not gonna look good down in a rack of ribs at Swiss Chalet. Like you're just not going to. There's no you don't want that image. Once you've got the hook sunk in sure. and they can't get away anymore, I think different. Yeah. But the beginning, that's a real tough look. I'm thinking about, like, if I'm going on a date with
3: someone, if that ever happens again, uh, and she she just says, I want a rack of ribs, and just starts eating a rack of ribs, I'd be like, hell yeah. <laughs> That'd be awesome.
2: You're, I'd be, you're on the other side of it?
3: Yeah, I mean, but at the same time, if I ordered a rack of ribs, and she was looking at me the whole time like, what is this guy doing? I would also understand. So I, I don't know. I think this is a personal thing, but I feel like the rack of ribs could
2: be 100% in or 100% out. I mean, it's got to be anything messy though, right? Like you have to try to pick something that you're not going to get all over yourself because you're going to you're gonna look like a dork if you got spaghetti sauce on yeah. you or anything like that, Right. Yeah, I'd
5: break out the bib for that one. Yeah.
3: <laughs> I'd break <laughs>
2: You break out a bib on a
3: first date. That's pretty much it's your not good either. Well, that's your that's your like, all right, this is my my one chance or else I'm done.
2: <laughs> Can what would yours be? Uh
5: so this one just popped up on the text line um for context, my uh my great grandmother is from born and raised in England, right? So whenever we'd go to to her house after she moved here, she'd always make some some like British recipe bread liver and onions oh the, the Ugh. smell like it, it It tastes good i won't i won't put that past it but the smell that liver and onions puts in your mouth if you're going on on a date and you're expecting a kiss you do not do not under any circumstances liver and onions it will just it will See, tarnish that's, that's what i mean about possible.
2: the adventurous thing like you yeah can't, oh no you can't go too far on the adventurous side of things because you're going to wind up with something like a liver and onions. That's a good one, Cam, because you're right. That could be a total disaster. Or like a
5: super rare steak. Unless it's like, (laughs) (laughs) unless you're going for that like real carnivore vibe, like that's what your date is into. I think if you sit there and you order, like I want a rare steak. I want blood come out of it. I think that is probably
2: a bit of a red flag. Who are you hanging out with?
3: Hey, no, I'm telling you. The 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 first time I met one of my girlfriends like her family. You're
2: going to judge her based on the cook of her steak on date 1?
3: I mean, I I don't I don't trust anyone that eats completely rare steak. That's yeah, crazy. It's a little. I I don't I don't agree, I, I can't support that. I can still hear the cow mooing. My brother, come on. <laughs> it's not for That's me. That's where we're going to draw the line? Yeah. Why? Well, it it would weird me out, I'll say that.
5: If you're going to if you're going to order rare you got to put a medium in front of it.
2: Yeah, like that's so that's how I like my steak. I like it medium rare. No, the only thing that I would even raise an eyebrow at is blue. That's Ooh. it. Well, yeah, that's anything I mean, else. Like I mean, Cam, that's not even acceptable. I mean, Cam's talking about like vampire stuff over there. Yeah, She's it's like crazy. I would like it as bloody as possible. Was, crazy. What? That's a different scenario. Because then you're with Dracula's daughter, and <laughs> it's a bad idea.
3: I, I gotta say, I haven't been on a, on, a, on a first date where I've had s- steak. So I'm just thinking about this: like, would it be weird if if you know you order a steak and th- your date just sees you like like sawing at the steak, like it's not working? You know, it's a bit of a tougher steak. You're just like sawing at it. Would that would that throw someone off?
2: I, I, like I'm no, struggling I to cut so. the steak. I, I think don't if know. you're, wouldn't that be like more of like the restaurant's problem? Yeah, Maybe you got a dull knife or a bad cut of meat? I think if you're having
5: trouble cutting that steak, there's a way you can pass that off. Like, unless you're ordering it like a blue steak, like Logan mentioned, if you're having trouble cutting that, I don't know, but I think you can probably pass that off as a restaurant issue.
3: What's yeah, it, fair you? enough. But then, but then you sound like that. It's like, oh, this restaurant. Well, then you get angry and you're like, well, I don't think I
2: like this guy very much. <laughs> uh, Shan, what What is the text line saying for worst first date? Uh, meals? Lo-
3: lots about garlic and and not surprising i mean that's we know why you don't have garlic on a first date
2: unless you both have garlic Well, jeez then it's love at first uh, at first bite i guess
3: do you, do you agree like do you just like talk beforehand like hey let's both have garlic i don't think you can do no, that
2: no probably not
3: uh hot wings checks out seeing some liver and onions uh blood sausage yep Blech. shellfish was a disaster
2: yeah you see you've also got to be careful like you don't want to risk Anything that's gonna get your stomach upset.
3: Well, and that's that's what I'm seeing here, East Indian food. And as as someone who's grown up eating East Indian food, which my grandma my grandmother makes fantastic East Indian food, uh, there's there's you don't recover for a while. You, it 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 hurts.
2: Yeah. Uh what is this? This is going back to the steak content. My god, you guys railing on blue rare steak, you guys want to start an arts and crafts show? <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> The rare steak, just turn the cooked edge to who you are with and have the exposed side to yourself. But I mean you still gotta say it to the to the waiter or the waitress, right? But Wait, you're you're gonna lie to your, your first <laughs> date? <aid? laughs> like a medium well. So, and then you like then you, you get, get up spray. and go to the give me the rare can I blue eat? steak, please. please. I don't can. don't tell her. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not railing on it. It's just I it's not my thing. If no. you if you can eat a blue steak, good for you. But I think the consensus, at least we're talking to the three of us, which means absolutely nothing, um, <laughs> is that we, would, we would at God least raise <laughs> an eyebrow at our, at our first date if they were to have a blue steak. Yeah. That's, I think that's fine.
3: I see oh. this. It's that kind of closed-mindedness that got you single on Valentine's Day, brother. Rare steak is superior. <laughs> no,
2: it's myself. We've talked about this. It's me being myself. <laughs> oh my see, now this is curious. What would get you more upset? Uh, your date ordering a rare steak or a well done steak? Oh, that's a uh, that's a oh, good question. Because a well done steak would yeah, that's I mean, you're, would upset eating, you're eating
3: cardboard. Oh, you know what? That's a good question, man.
5: Someone on the text line mentioning well done steak, heavy ketchup,
2: <laughs> gross. Oh, God. No, thank you.
3: Yeah, you know what? I might have to say that the well done steak would would throw me off more.
2: Yeah, why are you even eating a steak at that point? Yeah. No, just eat dirt. <laughs> See, this one's come up a couple times. Haggis. Oh, eating haggis on a first date—you no. are bold, sir. You got problems. You I hope you're living in Scotland. Bold. If you're eating haggis, period, you got problems, and I stand by that. <laughs> See, I like this kind of attitude. I don't have this kind of confidence in my life. You guys are all dorks. So that's first of all true. Thanks. Uh, rare know. steak, liver, and onions. Hot wings. Have what you want take charge. Yeah. And if she doesn't like it, oh well, better to find out now than later. I like that actually. I love that. Attitude. I like that. I could never ever um uh, follow through on it. Yeah. Uh, but I I'm, I, I don't s- have that kind of confidence. No, I don't think so either. But I da-
3: I stand by that where if, if if first date she orders ribs and she starts mucking down ribs, I I I mean after she cleans her hands, I would dap her up and be like nice. <laughs> like I I I I support that. Dap her up. Yeah. <laughs>
2: After you, honey, after you get the honey garlic off of your fingers, <laughs> yeah. let me give you a high five. After you
3: use the the <laughs> the finger, uh, what do you call it, the dish to wipe your fingers? Yeah, then then we can some m- m- high de- class. Yeah.
2: Uh, Bodie from Highwood says, "What about steak tartare? Is that going further than a blue steak?" <sighs> hmm. mm? nah, I mean, mm? That's
3: a weird thing to eat on a first date. Period. <laughs> I. <mean. sighs>
2: This one, going back to Shans about East Indian food. I just saw this on the text line. Uh, worst first date food, Indian food, if you're hoping for overtime. <laughs> yeah. No, like, uh, <laughs> I'm telling you, man, it's it hurts. What a, what a text that is. Oh, my God. If you're hoping for overtime, what a text. And uh, our pal Big Mike, well done, steak. I'm walking out of that out. date. See you later. See ya. Uh, that's a great way to end uh Another. Uh, this is a special edition of uh, Wild Card Wednesday, the Valentine's edition. Thanks for uh, for playing along. Great job, Cam and Shan. Well done. Uh, Shan, good luck finding the uh, the rib-eating girl of your dreams.
3: Lonely. I wish you the best.
2: I'm so lonely. That's fine. Uh, you'll find something fun to do tonight. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Cam Hughes, Shan Virgil, Logan Gordon along with you. This is Sportsnet Today. You're on Sportsnet 960, kicking off hour two when we return. You're on Sportsnet 960, the fan.